You're listening a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you this morning? Alhamdulillah, Ustad. And you, Ustad, how's everyone in Ladysmith? How's Ustad's daughters? How's Ustad's son? How's Ustad's appa? Everyone, Ustad. Allahu Akbar, Allah Ta'ala grant all of us afiyat and good health. Allah Ta'ala accept our du'as. And I'm sure most of us spent last night in Allah's remembrance, Allah, crying to Allah, Allah pleading to Allah, making promises to Allah, taking resolutions, and begging Allah Ta'ala to accept us on this Mubarak night of Laylatul Qadr. Uh, dua from the bottom of my heart, may Allah Ta'ala grant each and every individual who stood mm. up Ameen. In whichever capacity, even Ameen. if they said Subhanallah once, Alhamdulillah once, Allahu Akbar once, La Ameen. ilaha illallah once. Ameen. Simple. Maybe they didn't have enough time to make enough ibadat. Just imagine the sawab Allah Ta'ala will give to you and me. Ameen. Just to say Subhanallah, Allah gives you the reward of freeing hundred slaves. By saying Alhamdulillah, Allah gives you a reward as if you are sending hundred horses for jihad. Mm. And by saying Allahu Akbar, the reward is that Alhamdulillah, you are sacrificing hundred camels in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by saying La ilaha illallah, Allah ta'ala fills the heaven and the earth with his mercy and puzzle. Subhanallah. This is the beauty of Allah Ta'ala's fuzzle and karam. That our actions are less, but the reward is great. So if still we didn't benefit from the night of Laylatul Qadr, it's not too late. We still have two or three nights, inshallah. And yes, one of the most important nights after the night of Laylatul Qadr mm-hmm. is the night of Eid, Mulana. Allahu Akbar Ustad. And I don't have to tell you what happens on that night. You know, all our hard work just goes down the drain. Huck. We work so hard. You know, we've made promises to Allah Rabbul Alameen. And in one second, everything is washed away. Mm. Those who stay awake on the night of Eid, Allah will keep their hearts alive when all hearts will be dead. Mm. So, we have an opportunity still. If we didn't achieve as much as we're supposed to, then Alhamdulillah, start with the simple zikr of Subhanallah a hundred times, Alhamdulillah a hundred times, Allahu Akbar a hundred times, and La ilaha illallah a hundred times. Such great rewards. Freeing like hundred slaves, hundred horses for jihad, sacrificing hundred camels in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. and Allah ta'ala filling the earth and the heaven with the barakat of la ilaha illallah with his mercy. Yes, so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. But the biggest thing, Mulana, mm-hmm. of all the exercises that we have put ourselves through in this Mubarak month is to ask Allah ta'ala for istiqamat. Mm. That our Allah keep us steadfast, whatever we have achieved. Allah, give us the strength to continue. I'll give you an example of a great saint. Mm-hmm. 
حضرت علامہ سیدھی ستی رحمۃ اللہ علیہ ویری گریٹ آدم آف دین ویری ویری پائس that we may have all the beautiful qualities in us, Marana, but we don't have istiqamat. We don't have steadfast in us. Then all our effort doesn't make sense. So Allama Sidi Sipti Rahmatullahi was once resting under a tree. Mm-hmm. And he hears a voice coming from the tree. See, وَإِمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِهِ Everything makes the zikr of Allah. The walls in your home are making the zikr of Allah. The leaf on the trees are making the zikr of Allah. The birds are making zikr of Allah. The animals are making zikr of Allah. He hears a voice coming from the tree. Mm-hmm. And what is the tree saying to Allah? Sirri Sikdi Rahmatullahi. That kun misli. Come like me. Be like me. So Allama Sidi Sikdi Rahmatullah realized that this voice is coming from the tree. Mm-hmm. And he responded. And he said, mm. How should I come like you? The tree replied, May Allah give us this akhlaq. What did the tree say? That those who threw stones at me, I in return give them fruit in return. Well, many times we have fruit trees. True, that. And we take stones and we throw. What happens? Hmm. The fruit from the tree falls to the ground. Indeed. See? So the tree replied, those who throw stones at me, and in return I give them fruit. So what a good quality. Allah is going to test you. Hmm. People will throw stones at you. Alhamdulillah, you make sabar. The fruit and the rewards Allah will give to you. So the tree is saying that when people throw stones at me, in return I give them fruit. After thinking for a while, a thought crossed the mind of Allama Sirri Sitti Rahmatullahi. If this is how generous you are, that people throw stones at you, and in return you reward them with fruit, mm-hmm. then why did Allah Ta'ala say in the Quran, that the fuel of Jahannam are going to be trees and stones? If you have this beautiful quality in you, Allah is going to, because with stones and wood people, they carve out idols, they make idols and they worship it. And what's going to be the position? hijara. That the fuel of Jahannam will be insan and stones and wood. So the tree replied, I have many good habits and benefits. But I have a major flaw and a mistake in me. Mm-hmm. And what is it? For Amleitu bil hawa hakaza hakaza. You see, when it's a strong, windy day, Morana, mm. the tree sways from one side to the other side. So this is what insan does, Morana. What suits us, we practice on it. <laughs> what doesn't suit us, we say, no, we look for some other loophole to come out of it. Hak. Be steadfast, as we gave you the dua yesterday. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqa warzukna tiba'a. Allah, show us what is the truth, and what is the truth, Allah, show it to us. And give us tawfiq to practice upon it. So, yes, you and I may have some beautiful qualities as far as our ibadat is concerned. 
our dua to Allah Ta'ala in the month of Ramadan, in this last few days, mm-hmm. and throughout our lives, Allahumma rizqnal istiqamah. Oh Allah, grant us istiqamah, steadfastness. Mm-hmm. So the tree is so beautiful, fully laden with fruit. It's of great benefit to insan. But the one weakness it has, when it's a strong wind, it sways from one direction to the other direction. So, oh insan, stand firm on your ground. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the most handsome personality in the world. The beauty of Rasulullah, you cannot explain. Warak tamam huwe, madha baki. Great, great scholars have written on the seerah of Rasulullah. They wrote volumes and volumes. Madha baki. Still the praise of Rasulullah is incomplete. Umar tamam hui. A person's whole life is devoted writing the seerah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Madha baki. Still we haven't made haq. As far as making haq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and describing his beauty. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. Number two, there's a beautiful hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ke wali hokar nabi ka kaam karo. Mm. It's a beautiful saying, Mawlana. May Allah ta'ala make Allahu waliyul ladheena amanu. Mm. Allah is the best friend of a believer. Bishak. Wali hokar nabi ka kaam karo. You are a wali of Allah, you are a friend of Allah but you're doing the responsibility of a Nabi. Hadrat Suleiman bin Yatar radiyallahu ta'ala wa rahmatullah alayhi is a great muhaddis of his time. Mm. Once on his way to Hajj, he stopped to rest. His colleagues went out to buy food and he was left alone in the tent. Mm-hmm. And here comes a beautiful woman. She goes to the tent and she asks for something. And Hadrat Suleiman bin Yatar gave her some food. She was not satisfied. She indicated that she wanted intimacy. And he immediately understood that this is shaitan playing games with him. And in the fear of Allah, he wept and cried so much. That this woman is inviting him to zina. She's asking him to do what is haram. He cried and he wept. And when this woman saw this pious servant of Allah crying like this, she left embarrassed. At night, Hadrat Suleiman bin Yasar sees a dream. And Hadrat Yusuf is saying to him, Mubarak Badho. Glad tidings to you. Congratulations to you. Tum wali hokar. You are Allah's wali and Allah's friend. Nabi ka kaam kiya. What did Hadrat Yusuf alayhi salam say? Qalat haytalak. When all the beautiful women were taunting Zulekha, so she said, okay, when you all will see the beauty of Hadrat Yusuf salam, you will see Tum Behal So she invited them a beautiful party. She gave each one a knife and beautiful fruit and tasty fruit. And then she asked Yusuf salam, come. And Hadrat Yusuf salam 
had to come, he had no other choice. And in, when they looked at his beauty and they were amazed and shocked, instead of cutting the fruit, they cut their fingers. And when Zuleikha hmm. honored Hadrat Yusuf salam, she invited him one day. She had a plan. And there were many doors to come to the chamber where she was. And she asked Hadrat Yusuf salam to come there. Hadrat Yusuf salam has no idea what her intentions are. And as she came through those doors, she, they were locked. She closed them. She locked them. And then she said to Hadrat Yusuf salam, Come towards me. What did Hadrat Yusuf say? Wallahi, I seek the protection of Allah. So Mubarak Badho, Hadrat Yusuf is saying to the great Muhaddis Hadrat Suleiman bin Yasar, Tumne Wali Hokar Nabi Katam. Hadrat Yusuf said, Immediately, I seek protection from Allah for what you are doing. Mm. So learn this word also. People invite you to guna. Many times we are tempted. Remember the dua of Hadrat Yusuf. And one of the people who will enjoy the shade of Allah's throne on the day of Qiyamah is a young man handsome and a beautiful woman entices him and she calls him and what does he say inni akhafullah i fear allah learn two words inni akhafullah whenever you think of a guna and you heading in that direction immediately inni akhafullah i fear allah hmm. Number two, qala ma'adallah. Whenever somebody invites you to guna or some factors invite you to guna, these are the two words. Inni akhafullah. Ma'adallah. Ma'adallah. Allah save me. Allah protect me. So, Murana, we're going to bid the farewell to Ramadan. Mm. The big challenge here is will we able to maintain and sustain the taqwa and the good qualities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sure. granted us in this Mubarak month. So alhamdulillah, we must have four qualities. We must take four important points from this Mubarak month of Ramadan. And there are four beautiful qualities of insan. Mm-hmm. Number one is to fear Allah in privacy and public. Just a beautiful incident, Murana. Hazrat mm. Umar radiallahu ta'ala used to make gush. In other words, after Isha namaz, he used to walk into the gullies of Medina. He used to disguise himself as the Amirul Mu'minin, as the president. And today we've got like 50 or 100 bodyguards for one president. See? One minister, he needs 20 bodyguards. Hmm. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala is Amirul Mu'mineen, the second Khalifa of the Isha Namaz. He disguises himself. He walks into the gullies of Medina mm. to see what is happening. Maybe there's a stranger. There's a Musafir. Maybe there's somebody who needs help that part of the night. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala is to go and take care. So one night, 
he passes a house and a mother and daughter are having a discussion. Mm-hmm. He used to sell milk. So the mother is saying to the daughter, Betty, add some water to the milk, man. Increase the volume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those who cheat are not from my ummah. The mother is saying to the daughter, add more water to the milk and increase the volume. The daughter, alhamdulillah, has so much of fear of Allah. She says, Hadad Umar radiallahu ta'ala gave a directive that nobody should cheat, nobody should add water to the milk. Hmm. So the mother says to the daughter, daughter Which Umar is seeing us? So the daughter says, Ammi, agar Umar nahi hai, If Hadad Umar is not hmm. seeing us, Umar ka khuda dek Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. The Allah of Hazrat Umar is watching what we are doing. So, so many things we do, Mulana, in privacy, thinking that nobody is going to see us. We hide and make gunas. You see, Allah walani cannot go and make guna anywhere in the world and think Allah is not seeing you. Allah is watching you. Allahu naziri. Allah is watching you. So, don't think that you're going to hide and make gunas. Nobody is going to see you. So four noble qualities that we must leave, insha'Allah, and take lesson in this Mubarak month is the fear of Allah Rabbul Alameen in privacy and public. One. Number two, be compassionate and follow the middle path. Don't be an extremist. Khairul umuri awsatu. The best part is the middle path. Allah Ta'ala, give us tawfiq. That we do our duty with beauty and we follow the middle path. Be mm. compassionate. Be loving. Have tolerance in you. Learn to give and take. Learn to forgive. That's the second quality that we take from this Mubarak month. And number three, be fair and just. Be fair to your family, to your children, to your staff, to your neighbors, and to society. Your actions must be fair and just. Love for your Muslim brother, what you love for yourself. And the last thing Subhanallah. is remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. Subhanallah. Engage in zikr because Allahumma la aisha illa aisha la The real life that Allah is going to give to you and me, Mulana, is going to be the life in the akhirah. Forever and ever, when Allah ta'ala will grant us Jannat, may Allah grant the entire Ummah of Rasulullah Jannatul Firdaus. And the Kuffar will go into Jahannam. The believers will go into Jannat. Allah will bring death in the form of a sheep. And death will be slaughtered. And Allah will say and make this Elan. Mm. That those who are in Jannat will remain forever and ever and ever in Jannat and no death will come to them. And those who are in Jahannam will remain in Jahannam forever and ever and ever and no death will come to them. So keep knocking on the door of Allah from now onwards to the rest of our life. Keep asking Allah for forgiveness. Keep knocking on the door of Allah. Your sins will be forgiven. Allah Ta'ala says, Yabna Adam Salatatun. Hadith Qudsi. 
O children of Adam, three things. Mm. One is for me, one is for you, and one is jointly between us. Subhanallah. O children of Adam, there are three things. One is for me, one is for you, and one is jointly between us. As for me, Allah Pak says, don't worship anyone besides me. Don't associate partners with me. La tushirik billah. Every guna Allah will forgive. But shirk and kufr, Allah will never forgive. So as for me, Allah Pak says, don't worship anyone besides me. Don't associate partners with me. Mm. Number two, Allah Pak states, for you, my banda, whatever deed you perform, good or bad, mm-hmm. I will reward you. And if I forgive you, then verily, I'm the most merciful and most forgiving. That's what happened last night. Inshallah, we have a few four minutes. Gee. Mm-hmm. And if I forgive you, then verily, I'm the most merciful and most forgiving. Mm. And the third thing Allah Ta'ala says, <clears throat> that is jointly between us, that's what, jointly between us. Your duty is to seek and ask Keep asking Allah Ta'ala day and night. You'll get tired asking Allah Ta'ala. But Allah Ta'ala will never get tired granting you and forgiving you. So Rabbul Alameen says, the third thing which is jointly between us is that your duty is to seek and ask and my duty is to give and accept. Mm. So may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala accept all our ibadat Allah Ta'ala grant the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Salatu Wasalam Afiyat Allah Ta'ala grant Kabooliyat Allah Ta'ala grant Istiqamat Ameen Ameen Last Nasihat Kisi ka dil na dukhana Never hurt the feelings of an individual Why? Ketu masjid Girade ya mandir girade you want to demolish a masjid or you want to demolish a temple? Do what you want. Don't break somebody's heart. And especially don't break the heart of your wife. Don't make her cry. Why? Allah Ta'ala is in the hearts of people. Don't break people's hearts. Don't hurt their feelings. Learn to forgive. And then see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to you. So Murana, in short and brief. Allahumma kun li muhibban. This is a dua. Hey Allah, tu mera banja aur mujhe apna bana de. O Allah, you become mine and make me a pious servant. And O Allah, make me an obedient servant to you. Kunli muhibban. Allahumma kunli muhibban. Ey Allah, tu mera banja. Allah, be there for me. Or mujhe apna bana de. 
Allah, make me your favorite banda and your beloved and honored banda. Allahumma kun li muhibban. This is the whole khulasa of this Mubarak month. Here we come back to the beautiful teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu Ustad, the, the, the sisters in Sydney, mashallah, listening to you this morning, Sunday morning. It's beautiful. They say the weather is absolutely beautiful in Australia. Ustad, on the day of Eid, I think Ustad was supposed to give us a few, two or three or four or five points. What should the sisters do on the day of Eid? Ustad, should I go to Zulek on the day of Eid? Can I go to the malls on the day of Eid, Ustad? Can I eat with my friends out, Ustad? I don't know, I'm just asking, Ustad. Did Nabi Sallallahu Did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam go to the Qabrasan on the day of Eid on Sa'id, Ustad? Gee, Ustad, we've got about five minutes left. Okay, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. First and foremost, as I said, that those who stay awake on the night of Eid and make Allah Ta'ala's ibadat, he start from. Where the night, Allah Ta'ala is saying, there are like five nights that if you stand up in ibadat, the night of Eid al-Fitr, the night of Eid al-Adha, the 15th night of Shaban, and the three days in the month of Zil-Hajj, insha'Allah al-Aziz, you are the guest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. It is haram to keep roza on those five days. If anybody thinks that I'm very pious and he wants to keep a roza on the day of Eid, He's showing disrespect to Allah Rabbul Alameen. It's like some you in, you are invited by the king mm-hmm. and you reject and say, I don't need your invite. Mm. So first and foremost, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to us on the night of Eid, engage in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, make a lot of tawbah, read a lot of Quran, uh, read a lot of nafil namazes, make a lot of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the day of Eid, every morning, Allah Ta'ala sends a whole troop of angels. They go into every gully, every house. And they are saying Ameen to the du'as that is being made on the morning of Eid al-Fitr. Allah Ta'ala drags about insan. O Farishtas, Inni jailuka finna. Allah is saying here. That I'm going to create insan. Allah, I'm going to make a khalifa. So they objected and say, Oh Allah, are you creating such a personality, such a creation who's going to spread fitna and fasad and bloodshed in the world? Mm. Oh Allah, we are sufficient to make your zikr. Allahu Akbar. They objected. And look at it on the day of Eid. The same angels Allah Park is sending to the earth. Go and make musafaha with every ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where the angels are saying ameen to our du'as. They are giving mubarak bad. They are saying to Rabbul Alameen. Allah is asking the question, O oh, angels, hmm. those who have done their duty, what must their reward be? What must their salary be? What must be their money to be given to them? Allah. As we say, you did your job, what must I pay you? Hmm. Allah is asking the angels. And the very same angels who objected, that Allah, why are you creating this insan? This insan is going to cause great fitna and fasad in the world. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, well, the person who did his duty, he'll be fully paid and compensated. Oh, my malaikas, be my witness 
I had forgiven each and every individual on the morning of Eid. So you want us to go on, on Eid day to the zoo lake? Mm-hmm. You want us to go to the mall and dress un-Islamically, behave un-Islamically? As I said to you, mm. gee, all the hard work that we did for those 30 days or 29 days, Molana, is going to be just washed away. Mm. It's not, isn't this very silly and stupid that I make so much of effort, I want to be successful, and in one minute, in one day, I destroy all the goodness that I have accumulated. One. Number two, one of the great sunnahs is mm. on the morning of Eid al-Fitr, Murana, is mm. to have kajur. Subhanallah, before you go to the Eidgah, the difference between Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha is that on the morning of Eid al-Fitr, it's a sunnah of Rasulullah. I still remember in Madinatul Munawwara, Murana, subhanallah, uh-huh. I think those brothers are there. You'll see after Fajr namaz, there are trays of kajur people are giving. They're waiting for the Eid Salah. Subhanallah. And everybody, subhanallah, is eating kajur. So subhanallah, take some kajur to the Eidgah with this niyat. I'm giving it to my Muslim brothers, inshallah. Mm. You're making the Eidgah, take some kajur there. And give it out for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Before you go to the Eidgah, inshallah, have some kajur. Mm. Number three, be in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, many of the brothers go to the Qabristan. It's preferable, alhamdulillah, it's not a sunnah. It's preferable that you think about the loved ones that left this dunya. Yes. You have time, inshallah, go to the Qabristan. Stand there, make dua, read 11 times, our sisters can read. They are not allowed to go to the Qabristan. So, alhamdulillah, from the privacy of their home, they can read Surah Ikhlas 12 times. And make this near, okay, oh Allah, whatever I have recited, Surah Yasin, Surah Waqiyah, whatever, and make this near, okay, oh Allah, the sawab granted to all the marhums that are buried, including my parents, my asatizas, my immediate family, my husband, my wife, my children. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala, that amount of people buried in that Qabristan will make dua'i maqfirat for you on the day of Qiyamah. So Alhamdulillah, an easy wazifa for the mothers and sisters and for the men folk. Gee, if you can't go to the Qabristan, read 11 times or 12 times Surah Ikhlas with this niyat, Allah Ta'ala, grant ajr and reward to all the marhums that are buried. Wear your best clothing, mm. your akhlaq, be pardoned with your salah, alhamdulillah. And thereafter, after Eid, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, keep the sixth fast of shawwal as, as if you have fasted for the whole year. So it is simple, Mulana. Each one of us, look after your gaze. Observe the rules of parada. Mm-hmm. Read your salah on time. Visit the family. Ask each other for forgiveness. What dua must you read? Mm. You meet your sister, you meet your brother in the Eidgah, alhamdulillah, you go to the homes, offer your condolences to the family that is bereaved, go and read some Quran, alhamdulillah, these small, small sunnats, don't see it is to be light, Allah will give you great ajar. So, Manana, these are some of the best things that I think we can do on the day of Eid al-Fitr. Let us not be that because of happiness and joy, we forget the punishment of Allah. And we engage in such activities. 
which is totally un-Islamic. May Allah Ta'ala protect us, protect our amals, and Allah Ta'ala accept our amals. And may Allah Ta'ala grant each Ameen. one of us Eidun Sa'idun. Ameen. And whenever you meet your Muslim brother and your Muslim sister, Taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum. May Allah accept your ibadat, Allah accept our ibadat, and Allah accept your ibadat. Mm. Such a beautiful dua. Imagine so many people you meet in the Eidgah or after Eid namaz, you meet your family. Taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum. Allah accept from us. And Allah accepts from you. Ustad, uh, so these are some of the few things that we should do, Mulana. Her sister wants to know that uh, she is still sitting in Iddat. So can she on the day of Eidun, Sa'idun, uh, of course not come out of the house, but can she just intermingle with the family, with all the cousins in it? Is permissible, Ustad Jais, Jawaz? No, Mulana, alhamdulillah, she is in Iddat. She will observe the rules of hijab and parda, definitely, Mulana. Mm-hmm. And if the family comes to greet her, yes, she can greet. Sometimes we say that in Iddat you must not even see the sky. You know, some of these myths people have. Mm-hmm. That a woman who is in Iddat, she must not even step out of the house. The Asman must not see her face. So now, this is extremist, Mulana. Mm-hmm. If she has to go outside and hang the clothes, mm-hmm. or she needs to do some chores outside, Alhamdulillah, she is well-dressed and covered. And she's within the, the proximity of her home. She has walls, days, parda, everything. Out of necessity, she can go. She can talk. Alhamdulillah, there's nothing wrong. So yes, if she is in Iddat, Alhamdulillah, people come to make taziyat. They come there to, to, to inshallah, offer their condolences, give her dua. So Alhamdulillah, there's mm. nothing wrong with that. Allah yes, obviously, Allah. you've got to observe the rules of hijab and parza. Mm, subhanallah. The sister says, Jazakumullah khairan. Ustad, we're going to leave you there, inshallah, maybe uh, the Sunday morning, since everyone is just chilling one for the road, Ustad. Well, Hafiz, you know, in the olden days, Mulana, uh-huh. we used to battle to look for Hafiz. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In, in Natal, we used to bring the Hafiz from Cape Town, Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Now, Allah Ta'ala's puzzle and karam, Mulana, in every town, village, and city, we have quite a few Hufazi Kiram. Haza min Fadli Rabbi. Ameen. Now, as they said, one for the road. Mm-hmm. So, that one town, they were looking for a Hafiz of Quran, they couldn't find. Uh-huh. So, one, one clever individual said, you know what? He said to the people, I'm a Hafiz. And obviously, most of them are all jahil. They don't know anything. They said, okay, mashallah, you're going to read the Tarabi part. <laughs> and he, so he used to read whatever surahs because they didn't know one word of the Quran. Most of them are ignorant. Mm. They have no illiterate. They don't know. Here's one clever spark and he comes and he fires up some surahs. But there was one clever person there. Mm. He, he knew something about Surah Yasin. He heard the word Yasin. Mm. Now on the 27th day, when he made the dua, so that elderly man went to that, who now is pretending to be a Hafiz of Quran. He said, Hadrat, I think the Quran is incomplete. Oh. So now this person got stunned now. Now he's caught out. He said, what do you mean the Quran is incomplete? He said, I never heard you read Yasin. That surah, surah Yasin, you never read. So he said, yeah, if I read Surah Yasin, all of you would have died. So that's why I excluded it. (laughs) 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 So sometimes people know how to get out of the situation. (laughs) He said, you know, the reason why I didn't read Surah Yasin, if I read it, all of you would have died. So I left it for deliberately. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us, Murana. Allah accept the, the tilawat of the Quran and ameen, the khatam of the Quran of all the Hufas. 
and also the Hafizahs who read, the sisters who are Hafizahs and they meet Khatam of the Quran. Allah Ta'ala accept our mothers and sisters' Qurans too. Allah Ta'ala accept the brothers' Qurans too, inshallah. Inshallah, ameen, inshallah. Ustaz, we will be speaking to you tomorrow morning, inshallah, and uh, there's a request for Ustaz for tomorrow, inshallah. If Ustaz could just give some beautiful words of nasiha for all our widows and widowers, Ustaz. Uh, this is a listener from London for requesting if Marana Salim could give tomorrow. Of course, time is up now. So, inshallah, Ustaz, we leave it there, inshallah, Ustaz. Jazakallah, Marana, we'll do that for you, inshallah. Inshallah, Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.